Hey guys, how are you doing? You're welcome to another exciting episode on Just With Melody, your one-stop podcast for fun, just and entertainment. I am your host, your friend, and your sister, Melody. You are welcome. If this is your first time of coming here, thank you so much. Don't worry, you're always going to have reasons to come back. And if you are family, thank you so much. You have no idea how happy I am. Anytime I remember that I have people who support what I do, who love what I do, who come here to listen, it shows how much you love me, it shows how much you care, and I really cannot thank you enough. Thank you so much. The song that you just listened to, that was Joy Overflow by Joe Praise. I love that song. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I know that you do too. I mean, I've been dancing. Like, that song has just been on my, like, just on replay. Just on replay. Anyway, you're welcome to another episode. This is still People and Culture. And this is episode 10. Yes, we have been having guests every single week since we started this season. And it has been from one amazing thing to learn or the other. And I want to believe that with every of these guests that we've had, you've been able to pick one or two things. And one of them being learning how to open your mind in experiencing other people when it comes to their language, when it comes to their tribe, when it comes to their culture, right? I believe that you've been learning. Today is no exception. Um, before I introduce our guest, I want to say a big thank you to Esther Adrizier. Esther, thank you so much. She did the previous episode. She was featured in the previous episode. That's episode nine. Thank you so much, Esther. Thank you very, very much. Now, without wasting time, let us introduce our guest. If you have been following me on Instagram, on WhatsApp, and any other place, you already know the person that I am bringing. Yes, another international guest, Oshie. <laughs> Guys, I mean, I was ready this season. I was ready and it happened. I really did not know it was going to happen like this, but God just made everything beautiful. Now, this, my guest, is no other than Philip Beher. Philip, I'm sorry if I do not pronounce your surname correctly. Please pardon me. Now, Philip was born in Cairo, Egypt. He currently lives and is studying in Russia at the Siberian State Medical University, where he's studying pharmacy and biotechnology. And for his part-time, he does freelance translating for Arabic, English, and Russian languages. Now, without wasting time, let us welcome Philip. Don't go nowhere. I'll be back. Hello guys, uh, actually it's, I don't know how to start, but actually it's very weird to just speaking to the record as to myself now. Um, hope uh, that everything is going to be, uh, sounds good, so. 
Uh, actually, my name is Beher Philip. You can simply simply call me Philip. Uh, actually, I'm pharmacy uh, pharmacy student uh, here in uh, Russia, Russian one of the Russian medical university. And actually, it's uh, very very cool here, but actually the weather is too cold, guys. So anyone who like anyone who just want to get in Russia, uh, make sure that you have to wear like. A good clothes, a good, good amount of clothes. You're gonna be like a beer walking in the street with the, the all kind of coats that uh, you're gonna put on. So, um, so I raised and born in Cairo, Egypt, and my parents are from the south of Egypt. So, uh, people who are not familiar to the south of Egypt, this is uh, like places, the most famous places like Aswan and Luxor. So, yeah, they are near to there. So. Um, uh, for me and my brother, we, we were born in uh, Egypt and Cairo, like as a capital, like a lot of opportunities, making money, making a good uh, educational, uh, uh, like the schools in Cairo more, um, like providing like a little bit uh, good education. So, um, I raised like in my family, my my family was uh, broke, uh, like and now, like it's cool. But actually, my family starting their life uh, nearly a broke family. So, actually, there was a debt. Actually, uh, um, after my my uh, parents' wedding, uh, they, they just said that and starting all this kind of stuff. So we living in. I that's I said that in order to make the people know that I'm not like. Uh, the gold guy, you know, the gold, the people who maybe listen to this, having some financial uh, suffering, financial situation, it's not that good. I, maybe it's gonna, they have to hear that. So, uh, I was raised in a very disgusting neighborhood. Neighborhood, yeah. I remember that neighborhood that I were raised, it was full of, like, narcotics, people who... Uh, people who buy, uh, people who like trading and selling uh, some like weed and uh, weed and not just weed, you know, cocaine and all this kind of stuff and weapons, illegal weapons, and yeah, it wasn't no overall, it wasn't good. It wasn't a good neighborhood, so we have to. But actually, my I didn't like. I'd say just maybe three, four years. I've been there when I was a very, a very too child there like I was I wasn't even recognize anything um, then like my father and my mother they're working together uh, hand to hand side by side to making our uh, future more brightened and they started making money and actually in the, in the end of that day making their own business and open their pharmacies so my mother is, an, uh, is a teacher, as she's a science teacher, especially speci her specialty in the chemistry. And my father is also a pharmacist. So, yeah, that's why if you just, uh, how to say it, if you just uh, relate everything together, combine everything together, yeah, that's why I'm, I study pharmacy. And also my brother as well, he's a pharmacist. He also, he's already finished his uh, bachelor uh, this year. So yeah, he's helping my father and he's also working in another company. So that's, yeah, it's a cool situation. So my experience in Egypt, because of most of my life right now I was there, is um, 
I don't want to say that, but because some people say like it's not good to say that, but it's first of all you have to be aggressive. What do you mean to be an aggressive? Aggressive is not just being like a, a man who uh, breaking uh, breaking the law or out uh, out of the law. No, the aggressive it's mean to force things to be done. Because when you raised in the Middle East, it's not that peace there, you know, like m people are lifestyle, tradition, the mentality are, uh, how say it, like completely different. Yeah, completely different. So you have to understand, you have to understand that you're going to dealing with some difficulties, uh, especially when your parents are not rich. So... Uh, you have to do what you have to do and you have to every day you every day you have to go to the bed and ask yourself did you finish your task to be the best uh, because if you want to making a good future um, you have to combine like three things uh, combine three things to be a good in the school I mean, a good in school to secure your future, physically well prepared to any kind on the street fight, and like um, being also spiritually strong. So, and to fulfill your mind with um, the good facts, like because there are some facts, like facts like about the philosophy some books about the psychology and all this kind of stuff like um, um, being like a ready person like to have to read a lot read a lot of books uh, in order to create your own uh, how to say it. like your own character make a, like because until 15 I didn't work till I was 15 years old so till 15 like I was prepared was good at you have to be good at the school and making your character from the reading books and actually it was uh, it was not usual in in Egypt to uh, the parents uh, more democratic I don't want to say more democratic like a classic liberal so we don't have like in Egypt like the uh, the extreme liberalism uh, but we actually we were uh, we were born we were raised me and my brother as a free man uh, like actually we uh, you have to be in, uh, they, my family were just pushing things like you have to do that and that and that and no they are just discussing what you want to do what you prefer to do uh, this is how my brother and my, my mother uh, Not my mother, actually my mother was a really st strong woman No, my father was like um, discussing with us I didn't, uh, I don't even, uh, don't, I don't even uh, remember uh, Once he shouting to us So I raised as a free, like a really free man I don't fear nothing uh, do the right thing even it's gonna get worse so the actually that's most of the people uh, say like you're gonna do the right thing and everything is gonna be good no actually no uh, life is not fair you have to understand that I, I understand I understand that since I was a very young age thank God life is not fair life is not a uh, how to say it, it is not like it's not a chess 
it's not like playing uh, chess and uh, and kill the king with a fair playing uh, depending on your intelligence uh, uh, smartness, no, no, for life is not like that. Life has a lot of variants, a lot of bad guys out there. Uh, so you have to be prepared to do the good thing, and uh, and in response you're gonna getting some harm. So actually, yeah, you have to be prepared that you get some harm in order. If you get some good things, okay, thank God, that's it. You know, okay, that's cool. No, actually, if the harm happens, you have to be ready. So that's that's how we've been raised. So this is one of the first experience I get when I was young. Uh, secondly, like my, the the way that my parents uh, raised uh, raised me, make me more rational guy, rational guy, and more men like I didn't even remember that I was and then teenager was gossip a lot. Never. Gossiping a lot, no, even even I didn't gossip, you know. The gossip is going to the sea and having some uh, some barbecue uh, with my friends, you know. That's it, even without alcohol. So yeah. Uh, um. So like the my life was stuck between training. I was training to, since I was uh, thirteen years old. Before that, I was training swimming. So. Uh, 13 years old was a training boxing and judo so at the same time corresponded to my uh, in the parallel of my um, school and actually in 15 I started to work so um, I started to work when I was 15 because my parents yeah we was in a good financial situation but they cannot uh, fulfill my needs in uh, the sports equipment and supplements and all this kind of stuff so yeah it was extreme I was want to be in a champion in, uh, uh, champion in the box and all this kind of stuff no it didn't uh, work out but it's uh, but it's okay like I can defend myself <laughs> uh, so um, this is why the reason I started my first work and actually I love the work like this, since at this time I love to go to work Maybe we had some genetics because my parents are workaholic. Yeah, they uh, if they sit at home they get tired, but if they go to work they have in good health. Thank God. So um, so the, uh, I, this is my first my first work was uh, working as a waiter. To like yeah, it was a good amount of money just for fifteen years old. So yeah, it's cannot open a house uh, uh, like. You cannot being a, a like a, a father with such a, such a job. To be honest, to be honest, guys, at least in my situation in Egypt. So um, maybe I don't know in other countries how it looks like. Even it's the same here in Russia. Um, so um, even like uh, how to say. It, also an experience when I was working as a waiter I was like um, co communicated with the customers the guests who entered the the restaurant it was a very good restaurant by the way it was an Italian restaurant um, I was speaking with them as a normal man I don't exaggerated oh come here and uh, we're gonna get you the best of things and make you like a slave I felt it like a slave no this is what my manager said no but actually I did it my way 
like if uh, some some group of guys uh, some group of guys yeah just hello hello like like a friends you now making them feel comfortable and actually it figures out like most of the customers they don't want to be in exaggerated and like put yourself like another people yeah, put yourself like a piece of garbage or all this kind of stuff they just want to they just want to order, order food you know actually yeah you can just speak respectfully and they they respond back respectfully not, nothing more nothing less um the manager just putting uh, for for us as a stuff a lot of uh, pressure so one of the first problem real problem happened uh, to me when i was in the first work that's how why i get out from this job it's uh, because like the manager uh it was like something you have to upgrade you know like maybe i'm gonna be not just a waiter no i'm getting the man who um not the waiter like the boss of the waiters i don't know how to know i don't know this word in english so um people were starting like because this uh, this this restaurant was in a very good place in cairo uh, a lot of foreign customers so i was speaking uh english uh like english and french much fluently than even the manager and i was 15 years old because my as i said like my parents put me in like in a good school not the most highest school but it's a it's a, a good school in uh, comparison of um, the the usual schools that most of the uh, egyptian students uh, enrolled in so it's starting from this point to having some problems bad uh, bad attitude from the manager and also starting like the customers even like uh, starting asking hey where, where is philip uh, how is he and all this kind of stuff because i'm making even from the customers i started making friends you know like uh, even the customer get in and just laughing uh, uh, like throwing some jokes <laughs> so I started it wasn't I wasn't exaggerated to make like uh, the customer uncomfortable as the man the way of the manager did I did it my own way so yeah just go like uh, hit your head uh, hit your head on the wall I do it my way so and starting like uh, being some unfairly stuff and he just making um, I like him making some uh, paperwork to say it like I'm uh, I'm not good my work as uh, as good as uh, the others. So when the recommendations happen, so actually one of the the worst guy and no, I don't want to say the worst, but actually one of the guy who was um, normal. He just wasn't the normal. Even he most of uh, he didn't get the. He's not working that good. Let's say that. Uh, making them being the manager so i said actually it was the i have to quit the job because i found also uh, i found a, a good um, opportunity instead of that so i love the job um and my second job was uh, uh marketing uh, internet marketing so it was a very good uh, like we were uh, working and behaving on company like Vodafone, like uh, in the selling, we were a seller, you know, selling. Um, mark, uh, we, were, I, there is some branch was a selling, and the other branches, 
uh, and the other branch was the marketing. I was the guy who was in marketing, so and designing uh, the web designing and all this uh, all this stuff. So uh, actually, this um, this company, because it's most likely an international company, uh, uh, as like the English, uh, like the English, I'd say, the English style. So yeah, it's making me familiar how the the European works, uh, how they make everything. Like you can not just as stressed as like to work as a waiter. So I get some experience how to convince the customer, uh, how to convince uh, some customers with um, uh, with your products, how to making the colorful and uh, the web page, how to make it colorful and looks good. Um, uh, how to respond that uh, the people um, the pe- people opinions about the stuff uh, that's it it makes you how to more more communicable more more communicable communicable with the people around um, how to dress well because as a marketer uh, maybe you have to uh, uh, some customers who want to market uh, to making some marketing. Uh, making like marketing and advertisement to some stuff so you have to dress well you have to speak well with the people so this from the age 16 to 17 and after that I'm uh, also left this work and without an, uh, the company's been liquefied so I love the work and uh, starting work as like my father um, in a medical equipment store, I'm starting being in sale, local selling, not international selling, local, just local. So uh, it was very good because actually I was like, I have a target, I have to do it, and uh, actually it was there wasn't a real salary, it wasn't a commission, and the commission it was good. So uh, as much as I sell, as much as I get. So actually, I was a good seller. Even I, when I was in eighteen, I was the first guy in the class to get to bought my car, my first car. So I bought the car, and actually, starting uh, after that, I'm starting working in this store. From this store to this store, I'm starting being uh, medicals. Most of the medical, I'd say, medical atmosphere. So medical field starting to be very acquainted. So yeah, it's just a fate maybe because it's the same as my father and uh, I like the same. So uh, even my father gave me some advice. Uh, my advice is to do what I have to do. That's it. So the second um, experience, I won't speak about the experience. So um And try to not to lower uh, the price of um, your stuff because if you know your stuff is good, don't lower it. Because people, when you lower the the, the price of uh, a specific uh, inventory, they're gonna think like it's not not good, and you want just to sell it. But actually, even when you got like a good price or high price, they sell like it's no original. So yeah, people like being fooled by all this kind of stuff. And actually, yeah, I have to do, you know, in the work, you you don't have to do it. But make sure like, um, 
they'll just lower your price and the stuff. So, so actually, when you being in the business stuff, um, you're starting like getting a lot of experience, uh, even on the personal. Uh, um, when you're as as a person, personal things. So, actually, like it's. It's sometimes we need someone to give us hard truth or a dose of pure distant honesty to shake up the normal patterns. Um, as well and give us a fresh perspective about specific things. And actually like uh, through the things like um, finish my school, getting here in Russia as a 20 years old guy. Uh, there will be times in my life where uh, I challenged a lot, where nothing seems to be going right. You know, like when I having like the um, the exams that allow me to enter the, uh, the Russian universities. I don't want to bribe to get some, uh, maybe someone that's gonna do the exam for me. No, I want to do it by my own. Uh, when the old kind of guys in my dormitory was gossiping, I was just focusing on my. I have to get this language in one year and actually I getting in the challenge like to being in pandemic and the universities even don't know how to do what you should do with the foreigners that's good uh, they, that's they should to take the language course in order to getting in the Russian universities so uh, a lot of people like uh, mess their way so Actually, where nothing seems to be going right, where this tragedy strikes and you're left to pick up the pieces, in some cases being sim simply strong, um, about all these like di diversities of difficulties that you, you've been. Like something like I remember when my uh, I was a, like having a test in the chemistry in Russian language. It wasn't tragic loss when I two times I needed the third time do it or I have to return to Egypt in order to uh, because the, uh, none of the universities gonna give me uh, the opportunity to enter to be enrolled. So this like I would say this is experience. Tell me something like uh, when you're feeling weak and hopeless, but that's there is no reason to stay down for long no matter what you're going in life you know um, because you have remembered too that some people are going in worse and uh, worse situation worse than me more bad than me and come out stronger on the other side it seems like this you need to be strong and never give up and yeah it's never give up and uh, as my father said when I was with him once I never uh, I never forget this day he told me even your DNA is not matching other people your DNA it's something unique and you have to be your own version uh, so between like failure and some uh, not a failure actually but suffering like are real obstacles you have to uh, pass through so like 
if you can't uh, if this door is not gonna open you have to be t um, like tough enough to break to enter the other door and try the other door and make the other door open and not just trying but you have to in every trying you have to force things to be done that's why aggressive you have to be like aggressive aggressive not even like more violent you know you have to be violent no i'm speaking about aggressive in the definition in my mind that uh i actually created to be an aggressive it's forced things to be done as i as I already said to uh in some situation uh, things are never gonna happen like um when you have a target and you have to to uh, get your money you don't you don't have like a money in your pocket and you have to starting uh make this target to buy this last piece in order to get the money and make a living um you have to not being i would say like don't let the other the, the tradition of the community put you in the box um put you in the box and like just throwing their trash in your mind like the social media right now throwing a lot of trash um the community say no this is right no this is wrong no this is oh, okay this isn't a good example this is your um you have to follow this and that so you don't and don't regarding your own uh ambitious real ambitious because there's uh, uh something different to being like having ah okay i just want to do that but actually you forget like i forget the passion about it so it's not real from the first sight so that's it and actually like i read uh, i um uh, i write something from uh I write something from the past, like, about two weeks ago. Maybe I should read it to you. Maybe I'm gonna end with that. One of the most important character traits a man can possess is a moral integrity. Integrity is what you do when no one is watching. It's doing the right thing all the time, even when it may work to your disadvantage. Integrity is keeping your word. It's an internal compass a, a radar that directs you where you know you should go when everything around you is pulling you in a different direction from the moment you're born you and you alone determine whether you will be the person of integrity integrity doesn't come in degrees low medium high you either have integrity or you don't at all so this is what I read for. Uh, this is what I have been. This is what I had written in about the the moral sites in my life experience. So actually, guys, this is the end, and I hope you join this. That's it. Hey guys, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed every segment of Philip's um, part. Yes, I am. Philip, don't worry, don't worry. I know that you were kind of not getting the hang of having to talk to yourself. 
And um, because of time difference and everything, we really could not do the interview style, which I would have preferred also. But thank you for still doing it. I, I guess over time, you began to get the hang of it and you began to enjoy talking anyway. Thank you very, very much. Now, you mentioned that you were born in Cairo, Egypt. I think most of the time, the only many times that I really heard about Egypt, 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 was seeing lots of movies you know this the mummy now the mummy i've seen lots of the mummy movies so much so much so and it really got me curious even seeing the animation and even the movie of joseph i was thinking okay i would really like to go to egypt to see the pyramids to see those embalments that they do for their kings for the pharaohs and all those things like that and I'm sorry about the neighborhood you talked about. I'm glad that you turned out better. And yes, your neighborhood does not really define who you eventually become. It all depends on you. Everything lies in your hand. And I would also say thank you to your parents because I think they also have a huge part to play in influencing you and your brother to help you choose right or be right or be on the right path as well. Then I also understand when you talk about us being aggressive, you did mention that you have to be aggressive and not aggressive in the parts where you are violent. You're mentioning it like in achieving your dreams, in pursuing that goal or one thing or the other. My dear, it's everywhere, not only in the Middle East. Though. Hmm. It's also here in Nigeria because <laughs> if you want to stay on top, if you want to go where you want to go, you are going to press. You are going to push. You are going to make a way. You are going to do everything possible as long as it's legally. Please, please. I did not mention anything illegal. <laughs> it has to be legal. Yeah, so anything you have to do to keep at your dreams, to push at your dreams, to be where you want to be, you just have to push. You just have to be aggressive. And yeah, you did mention that you had to start working at the age of 15 so you could, you know, get those things that um, your parents could not get you as regards your boxing dream. Sorry, your, your dreams did not come through, but I'm glad you're able to defend yourself anyway. I can defend myself with my mouth <laughs> so i hope that i'll be able to defend myself like you too <laughs> and yeah i think i i understand the part where you said of course the money wasn't big but then to you then it would be so big i remember when i also started when i got my first job i was still in secondary school and um, my dad was the kind of person who who does not believe in being idle. So whenever there was holiday, we would not sit idle and say you're playing. Mm -mm, no, you have to keep busy, get something learning and all that. So I chose, no, no, rather, he took me <laughs> to meet one of our, um, I don't know how we actually knew the person, but the person has, they have this computer training um, stuff. So people go there to learn Microsoft, Word, um, PowerPoint, you know, things like that. Yeah. So my dad took me there. So every single time I was always going there, I was always going there to, you know, to listen and all of that. So I would be there. I would, 
I would pay attention and all that. So I was the youngest person. I said when I was going then, I was the youngest person who was learning. And of course, you know, children's brains, they are very fast. So I learned fast so much that my instructor, when there were too many persons, my instructor would tell me that I should teach some other persons, the ones that I've learned already. I mean, I, I started with Word. Before you know it, I went to Excel. I went to PowerPoint. I was really good. And then I went to, I, I did not really learn much about Microsoft Access. And then from there, I went to AutoCAD, AutoCAD 2D and 3D. I was really good. Ask me anything about AutoCAD. I, do, I don't think I can even remember anything. And even Corel Draw. I know how well to draw things. But now, sadly, because then I did not have a computer that I could practice with. The only time I practiced was when I went back to the computer training stuff, right? So after a while, the owner said, okay, you're good. How about you start getting paid? And you were paying me 5000 there. That was big money. That was like that money was, was like, oh, no, I don't work. I don't work. <laughs> so, yeah, I can understand. Please, you said you got your first car at 18. Guys, hello, fellow Nigerians. Please, let's come together. <laughs> I'm in pain. <laughs> hey, what's up, my liver, my kidney. <laughs> And I really can understand you coming to Russia, somewhere that you've never been before. I mean, handling the code, the language, because of course there was definitely a language barrier and then you have to learn a language, um, how much you must have struggled and all that. But I'm glad you did it anyway and your hard work is definitely paying. Pain, 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 pain. Thank you so much, Philip. Thank you very, very much. And once again, like Philip said, I'm saying this to myself. I'm saying this to every person who is listening right now. I'm challenging you. I'm challenging myself and telling you be aggressive. And I'm telling myself I need to be aggressive. And like Philip said, do not let your condition put you in the box. Don't stay in the box. Don't just... <clears throat> It go be, it no go be. Now what do you want me to be? Now it go be. You understand? Uh -huh. So don't sit in that place. Get up, do something. Because the truth is, if you don't do anything, well, it's just going to be like that. You're just going to take life as it is. Don't settle for average when you can actually get the best out of life. If you have to push, if you have to find a way, if you have to make your own path, if you have to break the door, whatever way you have to do it, do it as long as it's legally anyway. Right. And thank you so much, Philip, for the poem that you shared with us. Thank you so much. I really did enjoy that. And I'm going to keep listening to that part. I'm going to cut it and keep listening to it because it was really inspiring. And guys, I need to let you know also that it was Gift Accord that um, brought Philip in on this. 
the gift alcohol thank you so much thank you very very much i mean guys the the person's name i've mentioned a lot on this season i mean that's gift alcohol and deborah lubadi because deborah also brought someone thank you so much gift thank you deborah thank you to every single person who has come here to listen all right guys this is where i draw the curtain mm-hmm Yes, this is where I draw the curtain and I will see you guys next week, Saturday. Keep it a date with Timmy Tokwe Melody. Okay? Don't go nowhere. Okay, you can actually go. <laughs> you can actually go somewhere. And then, yes, I want to say a big shout out to everyone who is getting married. Literally, almost everyone is getting married. That's how you guys did last year. You guys, it's just as though you were waiting for november december to get married so that's what you guys are doing this year literally almost every person who did not get married last year this year almost everybody started choosing november and december and i'm wondering how i'm going to divide myself to attend your wedding anyway if i can't attend i will attend spiritually you know <laughs> so congratulations to those who are already married congratulations your new home are blessed 